in five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, hey, like at least I've literally... you've actually pressed, pressed record this time, right? Because I was listening <laughs> to that one with, the one with Jeb, and uh, <laughs> the first thirty Man, minutes, I you can just you can so hear mad. the resentment in everyone's voice. Everyone is so pissed off at you. <laughs> like, oh, this is funny thirty minutes to go, Rob. <laughs> Dude, literally, he like so we sat there. Yeah, so bad, Rob. Literally, he's like, he's like, oh, oh my god, and we were like, what? He's like, I've not been recording this, and I was just like. <laughs> And then literally, even... he was so Rob kept up energy and was like literally delivering the same punchlines, and I was just like, I'm, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> I think the worst part, it's not my first time either. It's the episode two, season one. I was recording by myself, went through the entire episodes, didn't have my proper mic on, had to do the entire thing, same energy again, and I was just <laughs> like, so. Did you do it right after, or did you at least take some time to like refresh, you know, and compose yourself, or it was just straight into it? Oh no, I went, took three beards, drank them all, and then came back on, and I was just like, <laughs> let's do here this. we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's get the warm-up games and dive straight in. This is all recording, so some of this might end up as end credit scenes, so yes. fun. Okay, first game, I think we'll do two, two of the three warm-up games. I think we'll do ABC game and word association. Right, let's go. Um, A. Yeah, so what was that? Do I have to say a word with A? <laughs> no, no, no. Just have to get through the alphabet. You'll you'll get the gist of it. It'll be like, I go A, he might say B, e. C, or, and then you can go D, E, F, or just D, and then we just have to, we can do it in any way, but it's just being, it's okay, all the looking at cues don't... and have to pick up who's trying to speak so we don't talk over each other. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. All right. It's like a practice. Yeah. Rob's just shit explaining things. I, I've literally... Woke up. I went to bed at five in the morning. Um, that sounds like a real you problem. A. F. <laughs> Alphabetical order. Alphabetical order. Um, oh, he's doing it chronologically. Yeah, no, my yeah. bad. Chronologically. Yeah. Matt is like ten years ahead of us. Uh, can we clip that on the on on the on Instagram? Because because now it shows that it wasn't just Caitlin that messed up the game. So yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool. That's fine. You've made it to the Instagram already, Matt. There you go. Fucking two minutes. I mean, it's bound to. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. That's why I like this guy. Um, sorry. Uh, play. Barcelona did smell. Smegma. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheese. Spreadable. Smegma. <laughs> <laughs> Spreadable smegma. <laughs> <laughs> smegma bagel. Mm. Mm. Honestly, when you. When you're in lock, knee deep in lockdown, and you can't go to the store <laughs> for isolation. Imagine going to like, it's like, oh, you can't. It's like, you want some cream cheese on like your bagel? You're like, no, thanks. I'm, I, I make, yeah. I make my own. You just can't do that dry toast, you know? Doesn't even need something. <laughs> you got enough build up for three weeks. Uh, I'm just gonna be like, true or false? Do- <laughs> it's like true or false? Do I have an entire <sighs> bottle of my piss? That's been drained for nine months. Oh. Um, right, I think Sorry. we can. I think we can get started. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, most of that won't make it in the final cut. Most. I'll just. Um, I'll just throw in the funny bits. Honestly, it's great you're not here in person because he's like literally rock solid. <laughs> I'm not actually wearing any trousers. Like, I, I, I never do when I'm sitting next to Rob. It's to keep him focused. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> 
Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the I Digress podcast. Cast, cast. Today, we have another self-isolated episode for you, quarantine edition. Without further ado, let me introduce our panel. I cannot wait. For once, we actually have a fire episode for you today. It is two gingers in the same podcast um, at the same time. Uh, Three seconds in and we got a ginger joke. Thank you. <laughs> You're the only other one in you that says that. Obviously, I, mean, I like this guy. Obviously, they would have their own back. African sunset. We anyway. get over this. <laughs> Let me introduce our panel today. First of all, it is the Ginger Ninja, the female protagonist, the former dog kicker. It is Mr. Fatness Ever Fat, Neil Meffin. <laughs> Oh, that was that was very uh, jolly of him. And our special guest for this evening, I'm assuming you're listening to this podcast in the evening, he is the biggest man we have had on this podcast so far, standing in at 18 foot 5. Ah, 18, 18, 6. 18, 6. Well, yeah, give or take an inch. It's hard to tell on the camera. That's the hair. <laughs> Weighing in at 480 pounds. The strongest man to be on the pod, the slinger. Even including me. Including you. Whoa. The slinger from the east. It's Matthew Skyner. Yeah, I imagine that yeah. as, a, as a big boxing intro right there. Hood up. Oh, yeah. The tunnel. You could get like a sound effect there i reckon we could get a couple of sound effects in there yeah i'll throw that together mm. so Matt, tell, <laughs> yes. tell the crowd a bit about yourself what 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 you bring to the show charm charisma good looks you can't see them though um i mean that is yeah. the most important thing for <laughs> an audio show yeah yeah as long as they're aware i just want the audience just to be aware of it you know what i mean and i have the strongest mustache out of the panel yes have you been told have you been told often that you've got a face for radio is that why <laughs> I definitely don't have a voice for radio. <laughs> I wish I had a deeper, kind of cooler, raspier, I don't know, voice, but... Me yeah. too. I mean, you say that, but I was going to say that Matthew's voice is actually really smooth and quite soothing. And I was like, I, I could probably... I actually have listened to his videos and sort of gently rocked myself to sleep. And I was like, rock yourself <laughs> to sleep? Yeah, 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 I like to just sort of show back crawl and back and forth in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have but, to do it a lot because the the podcast, but I hate listening back to the videos I do with like the voiceovers. They're just so yeah. cringy. It's just like, oh, that'll do. What videos do you do? Post. Do you wanna do you wanna do your own little plug here? Oh, I mean, sure, yeah. It's not it's not too over the top. I just uh, I try to use my Instagram to get some additional information out to people. Um, so I might talk about exercises. I'm in the middle of writing some programs that hopefully I can put out for free for people because I kind of we'll get into it. But I think a lot of people go straight to Instagram and try to make money. You know what I mean? And just rattle off these these kind of really shitty programs. And I don't want to do it for the money. I've paid for my education. Why should you have to pay for it? So, mm. yeah, just try and hop on there and give out some some information, some tips and motivate people. Yeah, just whatever I'm feeling. Jesus Christ, you are fucking built. Though, That's so true. Um, <laughs> for everyone on Instagram, that is at Matthew Skyner. I'm going to plug in the Instagram in the bio. You can see that in Spotify just down below he is insightful he's educated and he is huge this is no joke people this guy is legit he's the legitimate article you make your own head look small <laughs> 
how do you he literally looks that's like it. an anime that's protagonist just, there's there's two ways you know i'm not on steroids i have a tiny head and tiny calves there are two two <laughs> giveaways out there that i ain't got shit going on it's great i love it and just like that let's dive straight in I digress. And then the music plays. That's it. That's the bit. That's, 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 yeah, the, bit. that's yeah. the bit. It's great. I love it when everyone's <laughs> just vibing. In person, it just seems really awkward and weird. Mm, mm, mm. For the people in the post-edit, <laughs> this is super good. Right. Let's dive into our first topic of the day. I thought we'd go through a few prominent names in the news this week. This and Big Bobby Boop. No, no, this isn't a big boy Bambino That's segment. Someone. I feel like, you know, I've jarred the people enough with the BBC News intros. I fully agree. <laughs> um, this is just topical stuff, a little bit of good highlights. Last week we had the sort of, you know, incompetent people in the world. So this week, let's go with some positive notes. You know what you should have in here? So instead of this being like the proper BBC News thing, do you remember News Round that was on CBBC? Mm. That was like news I for kids. I do remember that. I was like the only they can have nice news. Yeah, you should find the old like intro music for that. I think that'll I think that'll really take people back. Stick that in here. Yeah, no throwback. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was gonna find that later. I love when Neil just mentions these like subtle things to add in, and I'm like, oh, that's more more work for future <laughs> Rob. There we go. It's like when it was Christmas. When it was Christmas, and I was like, oh, we should have like a Christmas themed intro, and Rob was like, sure, fuck, fuck it, why not? Yeah. I'm like, now he said it. I guess I have to. <laughs> so let yeah. me just, you know, yeah. get the get the best news out of the way. Scotland beat England in rugby yesterday. Yes, sir. How do we feel, boys? Underwhelmed. Oh, mm, sorry. Underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge rugby fan, but I feel like the game was kind of underwhelming. I was also pretty peeved that not a lot of the guys decided to take a knee there. I think it's kind of a poor, poor show from rugby. Yeah, I saw that and I was curious as to like, why? as well yeah yeah interesting it was for me it it. was a strong comparison like if you watch some of the football games you know everyone takes a knee including the ref and then Mm -hmm. you know which people think rugby is kind of a little more respectful than football but then you look at rugby and then there was certain guys there was actually they showed a clip of one of the english guys because i don't think scotland have any black guys on the team and you look at the england and he just looked right and just looked left to see who was standing. And I bet you he was taking a, a mental note right there. Yeah. I um yeah, I actually remember looking at that. I completely forgot. I'm glad you mentioned it. Cause I remember seeing it and being like, I can sort of understand some of the like American guys that choose not to because they're almost not wanting to kneel like because you know how they don't they normally do it during the national anthem and like for the flag. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, there's such a patriotism there in the States. But here the only reason they do it is like to make a visual gesture against racism. So I'm like if they're choosing not to kneel, are they actively supporting racism yeah it's a tough i did go on and look a bit it's a tough one it's a tough one some of them were saying that there was i don't know names again i'm not like big into the the rugby community but some of some of the guys were saying that they didn't agree with the movement because apparently the movement had uh he was he's a religious guy and they'd burnt churches and destroy churches and things so he was trying to say he didn't agree with the movement in that side of yeah. things but i don't know feels feels a little bit like a cop-out to be honest yeah it's a little bit rough because when i think about it it's like any movement will have that radical faction but they don't represent the movement as a whole 
uh, feminists will cry out when it comes to stuff like this. But then, you know, you think as a prominent professional sports player, anything you do is going to be seen on the big, big platforms, news, TV. It's like you want to be on the positive side of any gesture, not sort of just any sort of affiliation with anything else. But who knows? Yeah. Especially in really a game think like about that. that, to be honest. Yeah. Is a. Uh... But anyway, yeah. How do you guys think the game went? Rugby fans? I mean, I'm. I'm uh, yeah. Here. I mean, yeah. It's it's one of those that I'm just like I'm happy England didn't win as so much to hmm. Scotland won. It's one of those that Ireland could have been playing England and I'm like, well, at least <laughs> England didn't win. So that's always a positive in my books. And as a rugby betting man, made a tasty, tasty profit. Don't bet kids. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, for once, betting on the losing team actually paid off. So that's why I'm happy. So I'm not a huge rugby fan. Like, well, I mean, I, I, I watch most of Scotland games and stuff. I don't really watch club club rugby or anything but like yeah i enjoyed it i thought scotland played brilliantly some of the best that i've ever really seen them play in england were just really bad so i i i pretty much halfway through expected scotland to fuck it in classic scotland fashion but in the like last 10 minutes yeah but i was, pleas- <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised it was one of those that i was just kind of like annoyed that it turned into a bit of a kicking game in the last 10 minutes and i was like i bet you Scotland's going to try and catch this ball and just knock it on and I'm oh, just going to lose It was in like the last few minutes where Scotland tried, tried to go for a drop goal yeah. and faked the first attempt and then went for it again and it like he just fucked it. I think he yeah. got charged down. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, this, this is, is where it, it happens. Over. <laughs> like, yeah. I only made it to half and then I decided to go get an arm pump on. It just wasn't fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> so I said that you're like, I didn't, you're like, I didn't want to lift something heavy. Like, it could is... be productive. I mean, you look at all these <laughs> monstrosities of men, and you're just like, shit, I'm tiny. <laughs> yeah, that is literally what's going through my head. It's like body dysmorphia kicks in, and I'm like, I gotta do some press ups. Start eating more meat. I don't know. Summon. I need to get my arms big. <laughs> Look a bit more presentable for the masses after lockdown. But I'm just trying to be you, bro. Here we go. Right. Next on to our next notable figure in the news recently. Unfortunately, sad news. Tom Moore did pass on. You mean Captain Sir? Captain or Sir Captain Sir Tom Sir Captain Tom Moore. Whichever serve. Captain Captain. Yeah, Captain so I, First. This kind of comes off that we're making fun of a dead man, but I swear <laughs> this is all with the utmost respect to the 100-year-old who actually raised millions for the NHS. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that, but it's a bit fucking ridiculous that a 100-year-old man had to raise all this money for the NHS and had to go through and had to go and do like 100 laps of his garden and MPs and mainly the Tory party because we love to bash Tories on this podcast um, but and still still vote against giving nurses and doctors but Neil, and just NHS workers in general pay rises. They stood in their garden and clapped. What else do you expect them to do? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> like, I, do you, I mean, you're right. Like, what more could they want? They're literally clapping, exactly. They are doing... Should we all, all clap just now? Well done, Tory party. <laughs> Well done. That's so good. <laughs> I can't wait for like Tory listeners to come in and just start like messaging the the group chat and just sort of being like, ah, guys, you guys are just bashing Tories, but you don't really understand our party. Like, come on, you know, it's not everyone. Sometimes we're just about the economy. And I'm like, oh, all oh, the economy is it? Yeah. Um, we are two trillion in debt. Uh, that's that's a trillion more th- than two years ago you can't fucking so, pay you can't pay your bills with gratitude or applause <laughs> but hey you know I, you can also bash pots that's also a secondary option that's true and you can uh, paint your post box blue that, that's that's you know like on your door yeah they, they like did that they were like yeah they're like, like i'm gonna go above and beyond <laughs> again going at the test go and be like oh but my next door's neighbor he's got a 
he's he's got a blue post box. Like, can I just? I mean, you know, I can't check. I think I'm bullshit. I think I've done enough. Fuck the Tories. Man. It, it's a bit. It's a bit <laughs> sad when you think about like this guy. Obviously, uh, Captain Sir Tom Moore. You know, was you know a captain or was I don't know if he was a captain while he was still serving. But anyway, he was high up in the ranks while he was serving military. I'm pretty sure he served in Burma. But the thing he's fucking famous for is walking up and down his garden. <laughs> Mm. It's a really interesting. It's mad. It's crazy. It's mad what people will try and remember everyone for, and it's just like there's there's the other side of the news that kind of semi annoyed me that tried to detract from everything he did and like sort of besmirch his name. I guess it was the fact that a hundred year old man decided to go to the Bahamas with his family just to you know have a last moment with everyone that he loved because. At 100, you probably just know that every day is potentially your last. And some of yes. some people try to be like, oh, he only got the coronavirus because he went on holiday. And it's like, guys. And it's a spiteful tone to take as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, he, like if, if, if something had happened like that, it's like, oh, he deserves it because he was breaking the rules or whatever. And it's like, mm. it's proper gray area. If you, if you make it to 100 and you literally know, like, yeah, like you said, you're kind of, you don't know how much longer you've got left. You're probably gonna do whatever you want. Yeah, I was I was just actually talking about it with Neil the other day. I'm like, there's just so much nuance that everyone just wants to throw away, and it's like if you are living day to day and you don't see your family and you're thinking, I don't want to die tomorrow, having to Zoom call my family. They might not pick up, might be internet problems, and pass away alone in a hospital bed. How how dire is that? Yeah, it's sad. I mean, rip. Rest in peace to Captain Sir Tomer. Guy did um. Get that hell of a fucking job. He's 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 the real influencer right there, you know? That's him. Yeah, I know. Fuck these people going to Dubai. Like, what, what are they doing for our planet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love how that's seen as a key worker type job. And I'm like, oh man, all these guys flexing on us, going to Dubai, eating those food. I feel so inspired right now. Mm. I'm, I'm just like, a, you know what? It's a hot spot, isn't it? It's, it's gone crazy. Their tourism probably gone up during coronavirus, not down. Yeah, it's mad how some people are still managing to make shit ton of money even during the lockdown phase. And it's like, that carries on to our next noble figure, the leader of Amazon, the creepy slanted eye guy that everyone knows as Jeff Bezos, is now dropping his position as CEO because he wants to enjoy his money. Spend his money more. That's that. That's what he said. What, what was it he said? Sorry, he doesn't want to be CEO anymore because he wants to spend more of his money. I mean, fair. Yeah, like you've got it all. Good luck with Why it. Why does he need to keep working? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> richest man in the world. I'm just like, what? What will he buy that he probably doesn't already have? Hopefully, he gets into some more kind of philanthropy and starts to like give it away to charity and stuff. But no, I believe he's all. To do a space thing similar to Elon Musk, right? I believe they have a space program, like space tourism. Yeah, uh, yeah, or yeah. I don't know what their goal is, whether it's tourism or to get to other planets. But I'm pretty sure he's putting some money money aside for exploration of the skies. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a list, like some sort of top twenty list of the billionaires in the world who've subtly put like paid Elon and Jeff Bezos separately to be like, if there is a ship to Mars. I want to reserve my seat now, just in case the planet, you know, just explodes. Just uh, let's in. get that sorted. And I'm like, well, Daddy Elon is going to take us to the moon eventually. But let's see how that goes. And obviously the next person that we had on our list of noble figures was Elon Musk. And I've just wrote, what if Elon Musk is a plant? Is a plant. Not like a vegetable or anything. I mean, 
in the sense that what if he's not actually the sort of genius billionaire that we've played him meant to be like Tony Stark? What if he's just a government CIA project where he's just getting lots of scripts? to say all these outrageous claims and stuff just to, you know, distract the masses. I mean, he's really pushing Dogecoin and stuff just now. Like, you, you, you think the CIA are that smart to be like, yeah, let's take this random meme coin and uh, Shout distract out the masses coin. with it? Shout out Dogecoin, though. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's bye. not like, uh, you know, it's not like uh, any of us have any investment in Dogecoin or whatsoever. It's, uh... <laughs> but uh, one of these days, who knows? <laughs> for, for the sake of the That's audio it. podcast, all three of the panel put their hands up. <laughs> Daddy Musk's taking us to the moon. I might actually make that the soundbite. <laughs> it's mad. I'm just sitting there like, who knows? Maybe it is the people's cryptocurrency. Mm, who knows? It's the future. Possibly. Maybe. I just love how a meme coin might actually become a legitimized currency. Do you know what made me a fun statistic? The Dogecoin is actually worth more than an actual nickel. For anyone who doesn't know what nickel is, it is five yeah. cents. Five cents, yeah. American. So one, one Dogecoin uh, is worth. Things you love to hear. One Dogecoin is worth more than an actual currency. It's worth more than a nickel. So, fun facts. There you go. It's legit. Oh, <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm excited to see what happens. I really hope that it goes stonks like GME, but let's see how it is. Yeah. Also, uh, while we're on the, the note of stocks, RIP GameStop, you had a nice run. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of over now, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, that, that. It was sad, but it was inevitable. It was a massive bubble that was forming, and it was just a matter of time before it just hit pop, and then it's one of those. What, did it just crash? Mm. It was like if you jumped in late when it was above $300 and try to invest now, then you've made some heavy losses, yeah. which I'm like, you know, stock trading does pose its risks and you, you you have to go into knowing that, but it's one of those that you have to jump in early, you know, buy low, sell high. That's, that's how we roll, not buy Simple. high and mm. wait on bandwagon to keep rolling. <laughs> There's only a matter of time before people actually realize that, you know, I've got millions right now. I'm just going to sell. Sell, sell, sell. Tall shits and giggles till someone giggles and shits, right? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. Talking about shit giggles, little Uzi Vert rapper. You probably heard of him, maybe not, but his rap music's not that great. But what he's made headlines for right now is that he's got a massive, I think, 25 million gemstone surgically implanted in his forehead. Yeah, I saw that too. He's basically trying to make, he's basically trying to become vision. He's got this fucking massive thing, boom, right in there. That was a, that was a nice wordplay. He made headlines. Definitely should have played hey. on that. Played on that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm just sitting there like, wouldn't you be paranoid that someone could just come up and rip the gemstone in your head? That's 25 million. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> take a gauntlet to his head and be like, <laughs> Oh, now I have them all. <laughs> yeah, just think maybe this is just, just going to be somebody else that's just gotten like other gems from like other rappers' teeth <laughs> from like, the grills. Somebody else has got like one of two chains chains, you know? He's got Nelly's plaster from his cheek. <laughs> Do you want to be really scary? What if it was the same guy that eliminated Pop Smoke and Juice World? <laughs> But just to get like some talisman or something. Yeah, he's just collecting gems <laughs> off these infamous rappers. I'm like, Christ, that's a little file hat theory for any theory, enthusiast. <laughs> so I've not seen the picture. How exactly is it stuck? Like, you oh. know, you super glue and shove it on his head. Mate, I really hope it's super glue, but I actually think they've like put a slit in his head and Oh dear. For I'll edit this sort of pause, but I'll get the picture yeah, up for you now. Oh, but Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. What He's literally cut 
open his head and slammed in a nice $24 million pink diamond in his forehead. No joke. Look out, people. Little Uzi Vert. He didn't go half fast with that either, huh? $24 million. Like, That's one of those things for, like, you know, if you get if you get arrested and you go to prison, you get to keep, like, the belongings that are, like, on you. So, you know, he's got, <laughs> got guaranteed $24 million right there to take it out. That's smart. That's smart. I just could see him, if he ever goes to prison, everyone just lining up right outside his cell, just like... It's time. Just, t- just like taking a spoon into his forehead, trying to pop it out. It's so bad. Like imagine being the surgeon who sat there and they're just like, so uh, Dr. Philip, we've got a request. Known rapper, he wants a diamond in his forehead. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, did you mean to say Dr. Phil? Because that's one of the guys in America that does like dramas and he, he does like the fucking Jeremy Kyle sort of Jerry Springer shit. Yeah, not that's, the, that's the American Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. yeah, I did have Phil on the mind, so I was like, Philip, so that people don't think I'm a retard and, you know, think psychology and surgery I mean, at the same mm. thing. But... He might be on Dr. Phil in, in 10 years. So why yeah. did you decide to get the diamond in your head? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Joker will be on us, but he's like shooting lasers from it somehow. Like, I bet that fucking happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to be surprised. Right. I just think of anything implanted in my brain. No thanks. But what about your boy Elon? He loves that stuff. That's that's what I had on my mind. The whole cyber link that he's going to implant in everyone's brains. Question to you, man. Would you get it if it was an option? No. That's Why? Yeah, there are, so the idea is that, is that you can be controlled from a computer or, or somewhere else, right? They can literally implant thoughts into your head. Is that what... I'm kind of, am I along the right lines? Yeah, they can send like signals to your brain and it helps. It's it's like the the good side of the idea is meant to help people who have got disabilities or spinal problems and it'll help them actually sort of move their hands and legs and people with Alzheimer's and stuff sort of reprogram their brain to actually remember certain things. But it's like we can see how that can maybe be misused. It's a bit scary to be honest. Depends who gets gets hold of it, right? You know what I mean? using it and I, I can only it only comes to mind like the russians just the minute they get hand of any sort of wavelength that you're using they're like oh we can send a couple of simple signals to someone's brain no nah, it's like it's the it's it'd be, it'd be the chinese that stress me about that because they they already have like their social credit system and stuff like that like they already control the population a scary amount imagine if they like made it mandatory it could basically just yeah it's very dystopian isn't it? yeah Freaks me and out. that's it create another army and that's it you can control everything they do yeah. i mean it would be pretty scary just to randomly wake up and like whoa i feel really socialist this morning i'll be like praise china right am i right guys Thank god it's like man the communist party great guys they're not even that bad just sitting in just the middle had an awakening and <laughs> like a labor awakening. labor camp and you're like it's not even that bad guys you know i'm getting my workouts in three meals a day uh, it's pretty good Rob, I have to stop us a second because you've got this like drip of snot coming out your nose, and I just I'd be like, I need you to sort it. It's really distracting. <laughs> uh, yeah, as an audio uh, show, I've really let myself go. Appearance, you have, you have. Look at Matty, he looks great. Uh, oh, I was about to say, look you know, rough. <laughs> as I say, not everyone can look like Matty. I do try, but you know, I'm also fat and lazy, so. Yeah, I was gonna say that's 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 enough of us being kind to you know. <laughs> now we're just gonna rinse him for the little ginger shrimp that he is. Skinny but bitch. Fucking. Let's just promote the body dysmorphia. You know, Matt, you, you, I'm surprised you're not curling right now. You're looking a bit small. <laughs> you you can't see my arms though. You see, get the get the little forearm going. 
<laughs> For the audience, he's just uh, flexing his grips right now as well. He's uh, on the show the entire time. It's great. Doing a Dwight Schrute. Right, last last bit of the news segment, the positive news. It's going to be a little controversial, and I want just both Neil and Matty to answer this. S&P second indie ref, the government put it to the judges. The judges have came back and said the Scottish Parliament might not have any legal authority to pose a vote to the people without permission from the UK. How do y'all feel about that? I'm I'm for it. I think I know that Boris Johnson's stance, a lot of people's stance is it was a like a once in a generation vote, but I think um a lot of their campaigning was, oh, the only way to stay in Europe is if you vote to remain in the UK and a lot of it's like, you know, we're all better together and stronger in the EU and so there's no guarantee Scotland will even be allowed in the EU and all this jazz. And now, you know, Brexit happened. We keep getting told Brexit means Brexit, and I think it's. I think the situation's changed enough that another referendum is valid. I concur, absolutely. I think. I think the. So I've, I've spent a lot of time away from Scotland, and and coming back home, you actually do realise how strong of a country it is in terms of it could stand up, you know, by itself in terms of the money it brings in, but also. We're, we're a very forward-thinking country uh, in terms of our initiatives to do with the environment, global warming, um, things along those lines. So I think that we definitely can do it and I think should do it. But the major issue is like the fact that you have to ask the UK government to even have a referendum seems wholly mm. and completely bizarre. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we let you have one a couple of years ago. No, you're stuck with us. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's a weird situation. Where did you live other than here? Um, I lived in Virginia for a year, and then I, I went to university in North Carolina for oh, four cool. years. Nice. As I was say, this will be why I, I have to say Matty kind of looks like someone he'd be from Texas, and he's kind of got an American twang now. It's a, it's a little bit <laughs> unusual. And as an Aberdonian, I'm just happy he's not voting Tories because that would be a weird segment on the show. You did say, <laughs> though, that he was a fighter earlier on. <laughs> yeah, he does not mean? I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go on. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> now you just look like idiots. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll plug in the soundbite now, whatever soundbite we've actually decided to choose on. Daddy Elon is going to take us to the moon. Next topic. Right. This is going to be a topic that's going to really hit home with Matthew, considering he's pretty much all over this. It is the fitness industry. This topic is going to cover the pros, the cons, the ups, the downs of the fitness industry as its whole, the ugly truths, and some of the positives that come from, you know, the hard truths. But just to kick us off, I'm just going to give us a little subheading and see where we go from there. Fitness influencers on Instagram or Twitter. What do we think of them? Matthew, you're our guest. Let's go. Oh, jump straight in. They're a bit like Marmite, aren't they? You love some of them, you hate some of them. It's a bit all over the place. I think the issue I think that I have perhaps is like, you know, someone in the field, let's say an expert, if you will, in the field since I'm educated, is that um, you have this issue of people giving across false information or unrealistic ideas, you know, that you can kind of get shredded, get yoked in like, buy my eight week program or, or you know, the, everyone loves the, the green tea. You know what I mean? And those little nuances that they have. But on the same token, I think 
if you, especially if you're, if you're talking about Instagram, in my opinion, I think Instagram is probably the most positive out of all of the social media groups. I've actually deleted some of my other social media just because I'm not really interested in them anymore. But I think if you do go on Instagram, you're always going to find a bit of the good and a bit of the bad. And it's just kind of for yourself, just finding the ones that you kind of like resonate with and are truth tellers, as opposed to the ones that are a bit more... Yeah, these guys, we, as we spoke about, flying out to Dubai to get a good selfie. And I think it's just for anyone who's listening to the show and they're probably sitting there like, oh, well, how do I tell who's, you know, trying to con me and who's actually giving me legit information? And just have a little bit of critical thinking. Think, what does this person have to gain for the information they're telling me? And also, does it seem credible? Is there paper studies on them? Are they quoting science or are they just, you know, quoting rhetoric and just personal experiences? Is there some sort of evidence they're providing? Just use, you know, a little bit of cynicism now and then. And then you'll find who's giving you the truths and who's just trying to sell you what you want to hear. Also, a lot of it can be like sponsored content as well. I know most of them are required to put ad or whatever else, you know, if they are pushing a product. But like, I'd imagine there's plenty of ways that companies can not, like, can basically indirectly say, we'll pay you if you encourage people to do these certain exercises that require, say, resistance bands or something. And then maybe a couple of days later, by chance, they're then doing the same resistance bands and they'll reference that one as an ad. Like, you don't know exactly how much you've been paid for or what they're doing just for a clicks or, you know, to get paid and just to basically encourage people that don't know what, what they're doing to buy shit that they don't need. It's definitely interesting it in terms of, of, you know, it gives people the possibility, you know, if, if you're given the option to make a heap of money by simply making an Instagram post, which is what, you know, a couple of minutes out of your day, if you had the opportunity, I'm sure most people would, you know, bite your hand off for it because it is mm. easy money. And I think some of the resentment sometimes towards influencers is a little bit of jealousy from, you know, I'm sure I've done it in the past and I'm sure, you know, some people do it is that you're a bit jealous that they can make an Instagram post and potentially make thousands, uh, you know, just by posting something online. It's unfortunately it's the harsh reality of, of social media right now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's literally what we buy into. And unfortunately, it's like sex sales. Obviously, female influencers are going to make a lot more than male. And unfortunately, people like being told what they want to hear. So they just tend to buy into that. Not everyone likes to be told those truths. Which sort of leads us on to our next subheading, diet plans. All these mad fad diets that we hear, usually hear them on YouTube, Instagram. Some diets are legitimate. Some diets, I think, are just, you know, it's kind of just going to mess up with your hormones. Any sort of fun diets you've heard over your years? I think you hear, I think you hear a lot of the same ones, like the carnivore diet, where you're eating mainly meat. And then, you know, the kind of the opposite of that is veganism. And again, you hear like those odd stories of, you know, people getting like a, some sort of disease. Oh, I went all vegan and I was suddenly cured of my disease. And uh, I think people, again, you have people on the other side of things that would swear by the carnivore diet or whatever. The issue I have with, with diet plants, I mean, we'll just touch on the, the fitness influencer thing real quick and then go back to it. Is that with fitness influencers creating diet plans, a lot of the time they aren't qualified or educated in that you know, particular, you know, there's not as many nutritionists as, you, as you'd think. People tend to get a personal trainer certification and then start doing meal plans. And the issue with that is, is they're mainly going off their experience, right? So it's like, mm. yeah, I eat this, 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 and this, and it works for me, so you should do the same thing. 
Uh, and the issue with the human body is that every single person is different. You know, and some people, you know, some people are lactose intolerant. Some people are, you know, gluten intolerant. It's all over the place. So making meal plans for just like generic meal plans really aren't the best way forward. In terms of a diet, though, I think, I mean, I think balance is just the best thing. There's, there's, I don't mm. think anyone should completely restrict themselves and say you can't have cake and you can't have this. But it's just about balance Preach. and having it in one eat the cake yeah just do it you know it's like everyone wants to be one way or the other absolute extremes it's like this whole idea that i have to either eat everything or nothing and that's the only way i'm going to get through life and it's like human body so much more complex than that what are you doing what do you think neil do you feel like you've been forced into this idea of diets forced to think that has to be extreme or well what's your thoughts so the one thing that i see a lot is um so I, I don't know much about nutrition or fitness or anything really. But like the thing that I see a lot is you'll see diets advertised that are, you know, saying, oh, you could basically eat whatever you want. <laughs> you get these diets that are, that are basically just like eat whatever you want. And, you know, we won't restrict whatever you do. And you can eat as much cake as you like and this and that. But I think if I was going to be doing this, you'd be screaming at me, you need to be in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. That is a thing that you, I've heard you preach over and over again. And that is a thing, right? But so surely then, um, if you're saying, you know, you have to eat things in moderation, blah, blah, blah. Does that not mean that if you're going to be in a calorie deficit, you'd still be hungry? Because I don't want to like have to put my, like if I'm trying to lose weight or whatever else, I wouldn't want to have to be sitting and starving myself and feeling hungry constantly. That's just going to make me hate just doing it. I'm going to be hungry, then it's just going to be counterproductive. So that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. How can you have these diets that claim to do this and how not? Matthew, I'll let you jump in what, on this. What are, one of the best ways to, to counter the hunger side of things or to maybe go for foods that fill you up a bit more, have a bit more volume to them. Um, so, I mean, vegetables are great. I mean, they do hold a lot of water. So if you're drinking water as well, it is going to help you get that feeling of being full. Um, but yeah, getting you know higher volume foods rather than kind of restricting yourself to really small meals can work. But again, if you... If you struggle with feeling hungry, it's going to impact you. Um, I know when I get hungry, I get really cranky. I definitely, it affects my mood completely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing to, in, to understand is that if you were to keep the exact same diet that you're doing now, but increase your exercise, you're still in a calorie deficit because you're burning mm -hmm. extra calories. So it's not that you're eating anymore, your calories in are staying the same, but your calories out are, are up on the on the rise. I think that's an important Go ahead. Would you not then be hungrier though and end up eating more to counter that? Because you've done exercise, you're going to feel hungrier. Yeah, potentially, potentially. And a great way to maybe counter that would be to, again, maybe have some fruit or maybe some, some higher calorie snack like nuts or something to have kind of around meals. So rather than having... I think some people tend to have three generic meals a day, right? Three large breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then people might tend to snack later on at night. But mm. if you were to even split two of those meals up, so let's say have a slightly smaller lunch and slightly slightly smaller dinner and put another meal in between them, you'll mm. you'll feel fuller for longer. At least that's what I've had in my experience. Again, I'm not I'm but not fully qualified nutritionist. Yeah. So the reason I'm asking is just like even because I mean from my personal experience, I like. I mean, I don't really get very, very fat, uh, contrary to Rob calling me fat and ever fat, but I certainly do have this like a bit of blub, you know, around like my waist, I've got like this kind of like nice little beer belly ring sits around the bottom and I'm like, 
I'm like, you know, I can go on runs and do whatever else. I feel like I eat reasonably healthy sometimes, not all the time. But like, yeah, I just thought, I'm like, I don't want to just have to sit and starve myself to have that go away. I'm like, because I I would rather have that there than be miserable and have to, oh, fuck, I'm so hungry. Oh, fuck, I I wish I could eat this and that. But yeah, okay, that's that's like interesting, you know. One of the things things that I find quite effective with clients is to just do a, a weekly track of your food. And literally, it doesn't have to be complicated. You can just on, let's say Monday, just write what you had throughout. You can do it at the end of the day or just as you go along. And then mm. at the end of the week, just look back and see how good the week was. I think a lot of people tend to focus on daily, right? And then they'll be like, oh, I had a really bad day, so I need to do a massive run. But I think it's more mm. more to do with weekly balance. And if you, you could even do monthly balance, you know what I mean? Because uh, progress in the body is kind of slow. It's not going to be these rapid changes that happen daily and, and possibly even weekly. So if you were to do that, you could then look back and say, okay, well, Monday and Tuesday were pretty good and then it started getting worse. And you'll notice a lot of people, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is most people's mm. binge type days. Um, so they yeah. are going to be, you might see that and be like, okay, could I maybe cut back a little bit? Do I need smaller portions? Things like that. Cool. It's constant progress. I think what's really scary is when you're talking about nutritionism and people who sort of, you know, go for these PT online qualifications. I I am guilty. I am one of those people who've got the personal training qualifications, but I also try and do my research and speak to those who are more qualified. It's one of those that literally as soon as anyone can pay for these online qualifications and as soon as you qualify as PT, you can technically call yourself a nutritionist without any sort of idea about food apart from your own personal experience it's scary and it's like really anyone who's hiring a nutritionist dietitian is make sure they've got the degree or some sort of formal education on food and they've got past clients that reviews to say you know what they know what they're talking about because anyone can just put you on some sort of mad restrictive diet that doesn't suit you and it's it's insane to think that there are people wasting money on that and to think that some people are completely cutting carbs out of their diet when maybe carbs is what you need to have that sustenance feeling throughout the day. You know, like the healthy carbs, sweet potatoes, brown rice, stuff like that can just, again, give you that fuller feeling for longer and people would rather starve and then binge on the weekends, like you say. 100%. I think a lot of people do that. They go straight for, they hear all this stuff about carbs, so that's what they cut out. And again, like you said, that is kind of, carbs can be the reason that you feel full. So if you completely cut carbs, you are going to feel less full. And then your sugar levels, your glucose levels are going to decline. So it's going to make you feel perhaps a bit more lethargic. Um, So there's, again, this is why what I mentioned earlier is that everyone is different. And just because, you know, your friend is doing this doesn't mean you should. You should find something that's optimal for yourself. Mm. Again, I think it's funny, you, you know, you mentioned like you can just easily quite easily get a certification and technically you can then be a nutritionist and it's like i've done five years of education in this to get my masters and i feel like i've barely even scratched the surface of nutrition because just because the way my courses were set up you're focused a lot more on exercise prescription exercise selection etc the human body mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's really difficult to touch on everything so you know i think it'd be quite rare to find someone that doesn't at least have a bachelor's degree that knows a lot about nutrition, unless they're mm-hmm. very experienced in the field, obviously. Yeah, and we're talking 20, 30 years in the field, not sort of just like six months telling their friends, you know, vegetables are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And talking about fitness, where would we be if we didn't mention supplements? 
They're everywhere. What supplements do I take? I've heard of the BCAAs. Should I be on creatine? Everyone's asking these questions, you know, the whole sort of pre-workout powder that you can mix in and everyone's just like, I don't know if I should be taking all of them. Will I still gain muscles without my protein powder? I think vitamin D. It's great. I mean, that's each day. That's that's all I take. I didn't think we were going to mention our sex life on the pod now. (laughs) Go on. <laughs> but yeah, supplements. What do we think? What have you heard? What's legit? I have definitely been a sucker for, at least in the past, for a lot of supplements. I've tried quite a few things. Perhaps when I was younger, just because of the people I was influenced around. Yeah, get rid of that. I haven't tried anything, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really think so. If you if you're if you're taking the approach in terms of you're just trying to get generally fitter, healthier, stronger. There's, I don't think there's any need for, for supplements at all. Save, save that money and put it right towards whole foods that are going to be better for you, your overall health. The only supplements I would say if you do decide to take them would be, the only reason would be perhaps muscle gain. So if you're really trying to put on the size, the protein shakes can help just get the extra protein and extra calories in your body. Some like creatine has been shown to work, but people tend to use it thinking it will give them energy like a pre-workout but that's not the purpose of it it helps endurance within the like within the body along with that it does retain water in the cells so there are some side effects i think a lot of people start taking that and then they see the water retention and suddenly think they're getting massive and getting huge and it's they're like oh yeah the creatine's really working as soon as you stop taking creatine the water will slowly go back to normal so you'll lose some of that held water i also i am a fan of pre-workout i got on it quite early i hate coffee i'm i can't stand it it's disgusting to me so for me pre-workout it's got some caffeine in it it's got some some other uh, blood flow nutri- uh, nutrients in there so I, I do take a pre-workout as well but again i think it's just taking a do i really need it can i afford it for one do I really need to be taking these supplements? Can it be, can I achieve the same goal eating food? And if the answer is no, then maybe look at taking some supplements. I feel like I'm learning so much in this. Like I know nothing about this kind of shit. You've got degrees and shit, Rob's an amateur isn't know anything. Like, <laughs> nah, you're doing, you're, you're doing your PT course, but yeah, I'm, I fucking know nothing about fitness and diet and shit. I feel like I'm, like, I'm literally sitting being like, hmm, hmm, I could do that, I could do that. Like, yeah. So I, I, like, I feel like I can represent the listener that might be in the same boat as me just now. I'm sitting there I was just like, saying, oh. I don't know, Neil, you're saying you're the regular Joe, but you're also our at-home educated biologist, so you know <laughs> ATP creatine. I've heard of creatine. I remember writing an essay in third year about talking about what creatine does in muscles. I think maybe it was creatine. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, I, I was like, I've definitely heard that word before. So uh, yeah, in-house like, biologist, this guy right here. He loves it. He loves that science buff every now and then. The crazy thing is with supplements, it's like. I want, I want the audience to sort of know that Matty is one of those that is a gym nut. He is really pushing the limits to gain muscle and really sort of essentially become a bodybuilder. So it's like him focusing on diet, the supplements and any sort of edge that he can take to like really grow is why he knows about the supplements he needs to take. For if you're just the average person who's wanting to lose weight, maybe put in a, a slight bit of size on muscle, you don't have to go straight crazy, get six, seven different pills and supplements and throwing all those vitamin Ds and As and BCAs 
and also stacking in the protein like you still can be fit put on a little bit of muscle lose weight just by eating healthy whole foods and exercise you only go the extra mile if you're really wanting to push further you find yourself growing you want to see if, how big you can get or how strong you can get and it's like if you have a goal in mind then there are these little things that'll give you the slighter slight more edges to it it's it's like a little give and take you know 100 agree i think people tend to overestimate how much they help as well i think people you know, might even think, okay, supplements are going to help me as high as like 50%, 50% extra. Whereas really, realistically, if you're going to put a number to it, supplements are going to help you get that extra 5%, you know, 10% if you're taking a crazy amount of them. But they're not going to, that 90% of the work is still you, right? That's you working out in the gym. That's you it's eating properly. It's all you, properly. baby. It's all you. You got to do you. But uh, yeah, that extra 5 or 10% is is potentially going to come from supplements, but not necessarily. They might have to pee. <laughs> now we're going to take a short break for pee break. Uh, I'll edit all this out. Go on. Plug one. I need one of those selfie light things. Get that, that light in. I thought yours looked way too good to be real. I was like, why do your face look <laughs> perfect? Oh, man. I, I'm like literally jumped on that influencer equipment early. <laughs> Like, literally ring light. I've, I'm For the sports brand, I'm going to try and do all the photography and stuff myself. So I've got, like, the white background hanging drapes. going to have the ring light. I'm going to have soft lights in the background. It's going to be, like, pro style. That's awesome. I was actually kind of hoping that at one point that you can travel because sports brand, I kind of need people who look good in clothes to pull <laughs> off. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'm literally... <laughs> gonna have like brand ambassadors to be like so here's you you can be this guy with my clothes <laughs> um, jumping on that wagon but that's like future because like in person honestly this is like my online style but in person i've got all the mics the mixer see when you get that in person report it just seamless yeah yeah so much easier because it's that whole hesitation of like when to talk online it's oh it's mad yeah, I've, I've noticed it a couple of times, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I'm always just like, never worry about interrupting, or it takes me a couple of days to edit, but I can make it pretty much seem mostly seamless, as long as... Just fix it. How many dogs yeah. do you have, by the way? Do you not have, like, a entire troop by now? Yeah, we have four four big Newfoundlands. Yeah. They're a handful. Those, handful. those things are bigger than me. <laughs> How... <laughs> How do you even, like, what if, one, what if two of them decide to just start fucking around? Like, how do you even <laughs> control that? The thing is, they are such gentle giants. Like, they've never, they would never, like, do anything. They play fight, but they would never get to the point where they're actually, like, tearing each other's head off. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of yeah. know when to... Yeah, they're, they're pretty show dogs. They prefer a cuddle over anything else. They would just hug you and cuddle you all day if you if you were able to i need that i'm not gonna lie part of me is like i want a big dog right now just so i can actually have companionship <laughs> someone around and also by the way congrats you're you've got a fiance now this is i'm yeah. on the same person but we'll celebrate put that in the checkbook how's it yeah, going 100%. it's good it, it's really frustrating to be honest because uh we're waiting on visa stuff to come through and it's just with coronavirus it's just all up in the air right now 
Um, I just found out the embassy in London, which is where you have to go, is actually only open two days a week, which doesn't make any sense to me. So they're trying to deal with a backlog of people, like thousands of people, but they're only open two days a week. It's just yeah. so bizarre. So bizarre. That's but fucking yeah. lazy. Yeah, just part of it, innit? But yeah, hopefully it's soon enough we can get down. I mean, dude, I'm rooting for you. And I'm I'm going to keep track of your... 20, 23 miles a day. Yeah. Like 23 miles on the cycle. Yeah. He's doing yeah. it to sort of represent the distance between him and his fiance. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cycle away. So you know how the bottom of your feet are super hard because they have like you know resistance and they get so like yeah. your heel, your heel. Yeah, my gooch feels yeah. like that. It feels absolutely <laughs> rock solid now. <laughs> my gooch has Clint. never been so itchy in my whole life. I'm literally constantly. The other day I was scratching my gooch and my finger went through my boxers and I almost put my bum hole. <laughs> I've been constantly scratching my gooch, man. It's so bad. Miss, <laughs> the audience is going to have no context to this, and I'm just going to leave that. That's, uh... Wow. First yeah. of all, problems when you're so strong, you just burst through your boxers. <laughs> <laughs> Almost I'm just trying to think, like, how solid my heel is, and that is like... Geez, yeah. Dude, that is actually a scary frog. Um, audience, do a thing. Go touch your heel right now with your finger, <laughs> if you can. That That is what Matthew's gooch feels like, just to give you some perspective. Um, you know, I just like the picture of the audience, one hand on their gooch, one hand on their foot right now, kind of like rubbing both, like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah wow, like, oh yeah, that's pretty solid. That's, that's <laughs> scary. Jesus. That's both scary and haunting. Yeah, but that yeah, that seat is hella uncomfortable after a while, for sure. But I'm I'm rooting for it, and I'm, I may not comment, but I am watching just kind of like that's a weird idea. stalker. I was, to begin <laughs> with, I was doing like the daily story things, like, it was trying to to keep myself accountable more than anything but then i was like dude i'm just gonna start pissing people off with constantly so i, I just i'm still doing it i just don't post it as much because you know my challenge not anyone else's you know what i mean i should just stick stay in my lane i mean to be honest everyone's always paranoid about that element of like oh what if am i annoying people but i'm like it's the silent majority that everyone will be written for you but it's only the people that pissed off will comment so it's kind of like because it, it's like even when you're doing some of your educational videos it's like i'm watching but i'll never react or say anything i'm just sitting there nodding my head like yes yeah. this is this is what the people need to hear <laughs> but, it's uh, I've had an interesting relationship with social media. I think in the beginning it was definitely like a I want to get famous type, you know, become an influencer type thing. And as I just kind of, as my Instagram kind of evolved, if you go back in the beginning, it is a lot more posing and stuff like that. And as it's evolved, it kind of has become more of like this educational type, you know, bit of motivation occasionally. Yeah, just whatever I feel like posing. There's less stress now. I think I used to stress myself like, in the gym, oh, I need to get content, I need to make a video, I need to do, you know what I mean? Whereas now it's just like, if it, if it comes naturally, I'm like, hey, this is a good exercise, I'll take a video. Sometimes I'll go the whole gym session without taking a single video, you know what I mean? Because I'm less stressed about it, I'm just kind of focused on what I'm doing. To be honest, I love those vibes. I do miss the poses now and then, but uh, yeah, that's just for my own pleasure. Do you want to just take this to like a private call? Like, are you... We all know that I appreciate the male form. It's just... such a Mac. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen parts. I've not seen the whole like oh. series. I've seen, like, I'm sorry. Rob, Rob is such a Mac. He's not watched it. Everyone else has seen it. Rob is just Mac all over. <laughs> oh, mate. Honestly. Right. <laughs> Back on topic. Mewing. <laughs> 
For anyone, <laughs> I wish I knew. For anyone in the audience who doesn't know what mewing is, which is me, which is Neil as well, because I don't know. Uh... We've never talked about it before until now. Yeah, no, I never cover it in the briefs at all. It's uh, literally if you get the t- your tongue and sort of push that to the top of your mouth. Mm. Some people say, take a swallow, like take a gulp right now. And that moment where your tongue is completely on the top of your mouth, hold it and try and do that for two minutes a day. Massage your perineal gland, I think it is. And that'll give you an amazing jawline. Or so they say. Isn't your perineum your gooch? No, the... (laughs) Just to take it back to Uh, Perineal. Yeah, perineal gland, perineum. That makes sense to me. No? I mean, yeah. Do you know what? Okay. <laughs> Massage your gooch and your perineal <laughs> gland. <laughs> and that gives you a strong jawline. Dude, I'm not having to. This is like that fucking, if you like, if you if you, t- if you pretend to shake salt on your tongue, <laughs> you, you can taste salt. This is one of these things. It, it works. It works. I swear. But that's what God, people believe. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, man. I can, can you just do that again? I need to. Oh, here we go. But honestly, what do you guys think of it? Do you think it's just one of those other sort of social fads or is there some truth to it? Rob, do you think that it works better than the uh, jawline enhancing rubber things that you bought? I was about to you got one. He bought them. This was like last year and they're like two, what's they're like two little rubber blocks. And and you're you're supposed to sit and chew them and it's supposed to like work out your jaw. So Rob, um... How'd that go? Oh, joke's on you. My job's fucking amazing. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, sometimes I like to just buy them just to test them out, see if there's any, you know, truth. But no, there's no truth to it whatsoever. What about the the other purchase you made that has, you know, the spike roller thing to increase your, like, uh, facial hair growth? How'd that work? Amazingly. I have Uh, have a full-form beard right now. I don't know what you mean. I almost hmm. so fell for all these Instagram. Do you say all these all these Instagram products work then? Yeah, one hundred percent. There is no doubt to Instagram products whatsoever. I am chiselled. I am full of beard. It's amazing. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. It's almost like there's no shortcuts to hard work. Almost and genetics. <laughs> hard work to get a beard. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you work hard enough, you'll eventually get a beard. Yeah. If you just if you try really hard. If you squeeze. <laughs> really hard right now, you'll be able to grow a beard. Next thing. Mewing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do we think of it? <laughs> bullshit, we've covered this. <laughs> rub, rub your gooch, push your tongue on the top of your mouth, you, you get a jawline. Cover it. Fat. Yeah, yeah easy. Squeeze hard enough, rub your gooch. If the rubber ball didn't work, I don't think a tongue inside your mouth is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can get your friend's tongue to, <laughs> to press the top. <laughs> I, I heard it's more effective. <laughs> Couples exercise. Just being like, uh, uh, (laughs) right, okay. And what would we be if we didn't talk about the fitness industry's biggest taboo? The juice, the moose, it's Mr. PED, it's steroids. Stick your needle in your arm, try and get that big mega boost that everyone's talking about. End up looking like Ronnie Coleman. Easy wigs, baby! How do we feel about it? What's the notion? Did you hear about the guy that was taking steroids and... He went to the doctor and he and, and he was saying he was like, Doctor, I've been taking these steroids and I've grown another penis. And the doctor says, Anabolic. And he get and he says, No, just the penis. <laughs> I was like, why are you going to this? <laughs> that's so dry. It's a, it's a joke. That's a, uh, anyway, that's, it's a joke, guys. That's me, I'm done. Nice guys, it's been a real pleasure. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice foreshadowing there, but Matthew. Um, yeah, hot topic. 
I'll actually I'll touch on it in in like sports and then kind of like away from it like maybe towards like the social media stuff we spoke about. I actually I did as part of my masters I did some research on it and it's it's scary how easy it is to use performance enhancing drugs and get away with it in sports. And it's like we have built this idea of like everyone in every sport is natural and there are including myself I'd, I'd say I'm a skeptic but there are professionals out there who believe that almost every sport is tainted with somebody using performance enhancing drugs from literally like sports that shouldn't be a sport like snooker to like <laughs> marathoners like everyone is there are athletes everywhere trying to use i think it's obvious that they do work and can work they're obviously banned because they do have quite an effect on some people depending on what you're using but yeah we'll go back to the social media thing real quick i think i because i know what i'm looking for you can often see when people are most likely on performance enhancing drugs doesn't always mean they are but you can kind of see all right that guy is probably you oh he gained all this muscle in a year it's a bit sketchy stuff like that but it kind of depends it, it all comes down to i am a I'm believer in like freedom of choice. You know, I think I think all drugs should be legal, and you have the choice to you know you have the choice to go and have a drink. And people are always like, oh, that's so dramatic talking about drink versus like heroin or steroids, or whatever. But it is it is it damages you possibly more than some other drugs. So I think that if you can do it safely and you do it smart, yeah, and if you know if that's what you want to do, go for it. But I think a lot of people end up getting going down the road if they don't really educate themselves. They don't really know what entirely they're doing with it, and then it gets dangerous in terms of the ability for it to shut off your reproductive system and you know your natural testosterone. Um, and the thing is, if you're not actually going to try and be a professional bodybuilder, I would argue why you're getting into them in the first place. You know, I know I know people back here uh, in my home village that have used them like a couple of weeks before going on a lads holiday to Ibiza. And for me, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like they would, <laughs> they would hop on a little cycle to try and get all shredded and look good, but then they wouldn't do any post-hormone cycle or anything to get their natural testosterone back up. So as soon as they get back from from Ibiza, they look terrible. So it's an interesting, interesting one. Would that not mess you up, like mentally a bit as well? Because hormones are obviously like affect, like can affect you. In- huge ways so if your testosterone levels of you know spike and then i would assume what they would do is you would be in like well what's essentially like a deficit they would just drop massively below your usual like same as if you know you take like uh, other drugs like mdma or something you know where you're like serotonin or whatever it is you know spikes and then drops below so that so would then afterwards you would after your last holiday not just be you're probably on like a like a big hangover but you would be like just feeling completely dead and not really have any kind of drive because you've lost your testosterone as well is that what we've i know happened? some people that have had proper like mental health issues because if you if you're speaking about i would say the majority of people who are taking them are doing it to look a certain way right they're using the mm-hmm, the benefits mm-hmm. to look better stronger whatever more muscle so there's a bit of body dysmorphia there right already yeah. so when you take this stuff it enhances it suddenly you're off it and you look shocking And I think a Mm. lot of people, well, again, this is just a claim, but from people I've spoken to, when they come off Mm. it, that's when you kind of have some mental health issues in terms of feeling kind of really shitty about yourself, negative, you know, because you've gone to this place where you literally can't get naturally and you look amazing Mm. and you feel amazing, you're stronger, 
everything like that. And then again, you come off it and you've got this huge, it's like peaks and valleys. And you hit that yeah. valley and you're weaker than you thought you ever were. You know what I mean? You've lost all this muscle mass. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. It's one of, again, it's one of those things where if you're doing it correctly and you're doing it balanced, you can kind of come off it, spend a bit of time naturally and then, you know, do it through, that's why they call it cycling. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you're if you're not really aware and you kind of shoot everything, and then don't have this kind of like proper post-cycle therapy, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be probably a rough journey for you. Mm. Pretty much. I mean, my only sort of beef with steroids, is it kind of ties in with your whole freedom of choice. It's like, I don't believe, if you want to take steroids, take steroids, have at it, you know, just do it in a sort of safe and moderation way. The only thing I don't like is if it gets to a point where you're at an influence level, ties into social media again, where you're promoting your books, you're promoting your diet plans to say you can look exactly like me, but you yourself are not entirely being honest with yourself. Being like, plus, I have all these PEDs, these steroids, I'm on this cycle. And if you're honest about it, then it's like, right, if I take a little bit of a hormone injection and you're sort of honest about how you do your process, then yeah, if people want to jump on that, feel free. But then to claim like you're a natural and then promote sort of fitness products and supplements and your own brand based off lying about your status, it's like that's where I sort of get into the annoyances and it's like, no, not for me. And the other side of it is when it comes to just, uh, I think it's sort of like defending people who take steroids as well. It's just that it's not instantly taking steroids will make you magically grow muscles overnight. It's you still need to put in the work. A lot of these people before the steroids were already genetically gifted, genetically had predisposed to pin a lot of muscle. Mm. And now they want to go to that, you know, Mr. Universe bodybuilding standard. They take these steroids, like Ronnie Coleman before steroids was still a freak of nature. Mm. Post steroids, he grew to insane amounts. You, the average Joe, if you take steroids, you might still look like poop. You might still just get shit ton of acne and look bloated. It's it's not a magic drug, you know? Uh, yeah, 100% agree with both those. Like, in terms of like, the taboo, like you said, there's like there are people that are clearly on them. So like Mr. Olympia level bodybuilders, and they, were, they won't mention it. They won't say, I take this. And that's for me is kind of frustrating because if I were, I've, I've thought about it because I understand the chemistry behind it. I understand how to use them. So I've thought about using them. But again, I would never, I, I'm not to the point where I want to use them. If I did decide to, I would be 100% honest and open with people. Yeah, I'm using them. Because I don't want someone, a younger person or someone maybe less informed to then sees me and thinks, oh, I can achieve that naturally. You know what I mean? Mm. I'll always be honest so that they can understand that, no, this was performance enhancing drugs that helped this. But then, yeah, again, like, like you said, I mean, these guys aren't getting to this level without the work. And I think maybe that's a reason that they don't want to say I'm on this stuff because they don't want it to like define them, you know, like, oh, yeah. he's only that big because of he took this. Well, no, he's, he's he looks like this because he worked his ass off and yeah, helped. Again, it's, it's kind of putting a percentage to it like we did supplements. It's like, you know, do steroids help you 50%? Do they help you 20%? You know, it's kind of finding, you know, I've not looked at the research in terms of if you could put a number to it, but it really depends. You've still got to do, I would say, the majority of the work and they will help you a certain percentage. Pretty much. Uh, I think that's pretty much like everything that we can cover the bases on that. It's it's only going to push you that extra 10, 15% as opposed to a supplement 5%. But, you know, if you want to take steroids, just be just be knowledge about it like with anything diet exercise do your research make sure it's credible be a little bit savvy and 
cynical about everything you read. Now, this is something that Neil wanted to talk about, and I was just like interested on your opinion, your hot take. Diet fizzy drinks, mm. Diet Coke, Pepsi Max, are they healthy? Neil, if you want to explain your point. Yeah, my, my thing was just like, if I'm going to have, like some sometimes I'm a sucker for wanting to have fizzy drink. You know, I tried to drink water, but like, I'm like, yeah, I just, I really like a Pepsi Max. I really like an Iron Brew Extra, whatever you call it, you know, and I tried to get the ones that are sugar-free because I'm like, Sugar's bad. You've told me that enough, Rob. You, you, you've been like, nah, I'm Rob, fat's fine. It's sugar that's bad. Nah, I'm Rob. And uh, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll have Pepsi Max. And then you'll still be like, nah, fuck that. Just drink water. And I'm like, but it's like, it says there's no calories. It says there's, you know, I'm like, there's the aspartame in it. But I'm like, but I'm not worried about having a massive surge of phenylalanine. I'm like, I'm not going to drink gallons and gallons and gallons of this. I think I'll be fine. What's wrong with it? That's my point. I, I 100% agree. I think, like I said earlier, anything in moderation is like is is fine. And I'm a bit biased because I don't drink any like fizzy juice or that because I mean I'm not a huge fan. Like I have it occasionally, but it, as soon as it touches my tongue, like I have hiccups and it just annoys the hell out of me for the next like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> so I'm kind of lucky. I have this like spot, you know, natural self defense in my body's like yeah. no nah, fizzy juice. <laughs> Um, but you know, if you if you if you're picking between like a, a regular Coke and a Diet Coke, I would definitely go for the Diet one, um, just because it is less calories. I don't know enough about like you mentioned some of the the chemicals in it. I don't know enough about it. I know there have been like those conspiracy theories that like oh the sweeteners in it do this and this to you. And again, I don't know enough about it, but. Hey, if something says it's less calories and even zero calories as opposed to whatever it's in a normal bottle, I mean, that's going to help you in terms of if you're looking to lose weight. Rob? The only thing I'll say, maybe it's a bit of a hot take, maybe not, but it's just if you're one of those people who are maybe predisposed to having extra fat cells and you're really trying to push that effort to lose weight, and you want every edge you can to lose that extra kilo over a certain amount of time, it's just... Water is, I've, I've probably the said that, the, the nectar of the gods. <laughs> That's the one. The juice of the nectars. When it comes to exercising, water will hydrate you. It will give you that energy boost in the morning. It will cleanse you. It's, it's literally, water is the key to life. So it's like, if someone says, if I want to lose weight and I have to choose between Pepsi Max and just drinking water and you're in Scotland and it's free, it's from the taps, it tastes good. It's like, choose the water option. It's it's gonna be a lot better for you. You'll feel better. You'll be less sluggish. And for someone who's as strong in willpower and is quite fit and so active, Matty, you can sort of take that every now and then and drink. Not his dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, he can take Fuck that yeah. day off of like having the odd cake or Coke or Diet Pepsi, whatever. But for someone who's really trying to, is on the other end and's not got that willpower and doesn't have the same enthusiasm, it's like, give yourself every chance to actually try and lose that extra pound and just be a little stricter with what you drink and try not to just fall into bad habits. Once you unlock and realize the benefits of water, like I was quite lucky at quite a young age. I, as soon as I woke up, I used to fill a pint glass of water and just down it. And it automatically wakes you up and it kind of just is like a perfect start to the day. Once you start realizing that, and let's say you implement it 
in your life, let's say you start, let's try go just two weeks, 14 days, try hit your water intake every single day. Once you remove it after that two weeks, you will automatically feel a difference. You'll feel sluggish, you'll feel, you know, not as alert. And it does, it has an effect on things that you might not even realize, like your metabolism and, and things like that. So it is an interesting, people do tend to overindulge in soda or, you know, fizzy juice and those things. You know, my my best friend as well is um, they have it here and they don't have it in the states, which is annoying. But just like the fruit shoot to make your water taste nice or whatever, you know, the little orange juice or whatever cordial, that stuff's a godsend. You know what I mean? It can literally change because I, I know a lot of people are fed up with like the oh it tastes plain or it tastes like nothing, you know, and so that people mm. crave like a. I understand that they completely, I you know, completely understand that. Sometimes when you're thirsty you know the water just isn't hitting it you want something else but yeah cordial juice is a, another like great way to still get a huge amount of water in so there you go you got a problem with that too no 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 you know, compromise <laughs> if you're not too happy with the taste of water and you want to try and still incorporate water I'll, I'll accept cordial i'll accept the juice the extra my one um my one thing with this though is when we're talking about water is that i was listening to like the Gone. podcast and they were talking about there was like research done and it came out in i don't know some, some sometime in the 20th century i think anyway and it was saying you know you're supposed to have at least eight glasses of water a day or something like that right and then there was a lot of research done and it was found that it was funded by if you want big water like in the states to try and basically push bottled water and to claim that people needed to be extra extra hydrate and there's now you won't see anything advertised claiming that you need uh, that certain amount of hydration because it's been found that you don't need that amount and your body regulates your water and and, and it tells you when you're thirsty like it tells you when you need water because it because your body goes i'm thirsty so you know you guys are saying drink loads and loads of water throughout the day but is that maybe just over hydrating you you know, I think there's that. I'm not saying you guys are going to be experts on it. I'm yeah. not expecting you to back yeah. up everything you say here with facts and figures. But like, you know, I'm just saying, I, I heard this. They did say this is facts and they could back it up on this podcast. But it was like, you know, saying if you're thirsty or if you require water, rather, your body tells you you're thirsty. Because that that's, those sort of ties into the whole everybody's different and everybody reacts differently. It's more just instead of focusing on like sticking to a number, that's just to give you a rough guide of drink more water. It's like, start off your day with drinking water in the morning. That's something that everyone can sort of implement. And then throughout the day, just keep yourself relatively hydrated. Maybe not focus too much like I need eight glasses, but at least say like every two to three hours, just have a glass of water and just see if that makes a difference. Just increase what you're doing now. How much water are you drinking now? Increase on that. If you feel like you're going to the toilet super often and your pee is like literally crystal clear, maybe drink, maybe hold off on the water. If your pee is dark yellow, drink some more water. If you're feeling super dehydrated and dry, drink some more water. Like listen to your body, but at the same time, try and gauge it, have it like an ongoing sort of experiment progress. See where you're at, see where's the right amount and just, you know, test it. I say it is, it is subjective. Again, like I mentioned, like in terms of like how I felt, it is like, yeah, just gauging it yourself. Yeah, I agree. Like there are a lot of cases of like studies being funded by like, whether it's like sugar companies or, you know, that, yeah. have, that have an interest in that paper. So kind of mm -hmm. try and guide it, which is obviously, it's quite a big issue. We looked a lot of that. We had to be really careful with the papers we selected for our masters because you've kind of got to go yeah. all the way through it and see, okay, is there a motive behind this? Is it completely impartial, etc. Um, so I, I 
I completely get that, and I, I agree. I think I think what is it? They say eight glasses or eight bottles a day. Something it like does that, yeah. seem, it does seem a bit like overkill, right? Because I mean, mm. let's say you you have the the generic three three meals a day. That's over two glasses with each meal. If you're just eating mm. and drinking at the same, you know what I mean. So it's like that seems very excessive. So yeah, I would agree that you don't. I think people put pressure on themselves. So like, oh, I need to have the eight. You know, if you're if you're currently drinking two, try just to increase it to three. See how you feel. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just slowly, slowly introduce it that way. Cool. All right. To finish off our fitness industry segment, we're going to talk a little bit about Lizzo. Lizzo, what the is singer. Issue, bro? I've got no issue. This is actually just me putting a question to you guys. I'm not going to say anything on it. She recently posted an Instagram post with her in front of the mirror, rubbing her belly. Take, take a look at it just now if you want, I'll delete this later. She's just rubbing her belly and giving herself positive affirmations in front of the mirror. I just wanted to know, what's your take on it? That's it, I'm not gonna say anything else. Nothing bad, nothing negative, just thoughts. I have, I have a dilemma here with not being a complete and utter dick towards, you know, people that, I don't even wanna say struggle, because if, if you're not struggling with it, you know, if you're just fine with it, but people who are, let's just say overweight, because I think people don't like being called obese, which is, is fair enough. Yeah. But my, like my exercise professional head is understands the human body and understands like the dangers you're literally putting your body through. I mean, obesity is the number one killer in the Western world. I mean, it is has a positive correlation with almost every disease you can think of in your body. And you're literally, you know, People say like, oh my gosh, you smoke? Do you know what that does to you? Yeah, but you know, being being fat is, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's just as bad for the human body. Oh, that's a lovely picture. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's, I, it's, such a, it's such a hard one in the professional like exercise field. Cause it's like, again, you don't want to be like that complete dick who's like fat shaming people. But at the same time, it is unhealthy and it is going to literally down the line, it is going to affect her in some way. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those, I struggle so hard and people have called me fat phobic and they'll continue to do this all after this. And it's just like, people don't understand visceral fat and the, the sort of ratio, your hip to waist, they're all here for a reason. We're not just trying to hurt your feelings. It's like exercise is for longevity. It's for increasing your health. And even if you exercise and you're active, if you're at that size, I know genetics does play a part into it. And it's unfortunate some people who are more predisposed to this, but it's like still you need to push and make that a major effort. And I always come down to euphemisms. I'm like, you know what, Neil, Matthew, you're both pale ginger men. You're probably more likely to get sunburnt than I am. Like, you know, let's not call a spade a spade. It's just... <laughs> no, 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 you mean, you mean let's call a spade a spade. I, we'll, we'll call a spade if you want to understand <laughs> what that idiom means. But no, hold on, no, what if a know. spade doesn't identify as a spade? What if it identifies as a heart? Oh God, we're not getting into this. We're not getting into this. <laughs> Spades a <of> pickaxe. <laughs> oh no, we don't need that smoke. But um, literally, you guys have to go out every summer, buy your sunscreen, you know, SPF 50. And what if you just turned around one day and went, it's not fair. It's not fair that I have to buy sun cream. I'm just going out. I'm just going to get burnt. I don't care. It's like, this is my body. I'm going to accept my pale skin for what it is. Why do I have to change anything? Why do I have to apply anything? Why do I have to put the extra effort in? 
It's not your fault you were born this way. It's just like... You know, Rob, as a, as a pale ginger person, I have tried that. And I tried it <laughs> in one of the hottest places possible in Mexico. And I got blisters all over my shoulders. So there you go. <laughs> and that's, that's a health concern in itself. It's like... If you'd left it long enough, might turn cancerous, and it's it's not your fault. And that's what I say to people who are more more likely to put on weight. It's just it's not your fault that you're more likely to do it. You have to put in extra effort. That's annoying, but that's life. And everyone yeah. has these things. You have to. That's it. We've we've more. all been dealt these cards, right? You know what I mean. And you can't control that. It is what it is. You know, ideally, I'd be over six foot. Give me a shot at playing <laughs> in the NBA, but. You know, life didn't go that way. It's, it is, it's like, but there's got to be, like you said, there's got to be a balance between saying, oh, it's just genetics, I can't do anything about it, and trying to, you know what I mean? Because, again, you, it's, it's not even to the point where you need to be super skinny. I don't think that's healthy in any way either. It's it's just, like, like you said, it's the balance. It's, is your, you know, inter, are your internal organs healthy more than and your mind i would say those two biggest things are more important than what you look like you know i mean yeah if you look at like bodybuilders or or people like that i bet you their cardio probably isn't as good so again they look amazing on the outside but they're probably not as healthy as they'd like to think on the inside mm. and it's like one of those things that a lot of people feel that i'm only targeting fat people and it's only that when they're in the news they get the most publicity and i'm, I'm like no the other ends are just as unhealthy it's just right now these are the ones that are in the media more often and being publicized as healthy. Literally covers of magazines are saying, this is healthy. So it's like, if this is the narrative that's being pushed, that's what I'm going to focus on. Not to say that being super skinny is healthy or being Mr. Universe, they'll have their health problems. Everything needs to be in balance, but who knows. Any hot takes, Neil? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Let's move on. Right. Cool, cool. That's the, that's, 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 that's the bit. That's the bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next topic. Daddy Elon is going to take us to the moon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the moment you have been waiting for all evening. It is Neil segment. Cue the music. Neil segment. This is Neil segment you are listening to newspeak enjoy the story he la, 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 la. where he talks about whatever he wants you say this is new segment enjoy neil what do you have for us today so i this morning in fact watched a disney film and it was I'd like seen it advertised, I think, at the start of like 2020. And I was like, eh, looks, looks all right. I never really made any effort to go and see it at the cinema. I wasn't really bothered about it. And it's called Onward, right? So I watched it this morning and I'm really surprised with it. Really enjoyed it. Really, really good film. Like, can, re can recommend it. Super fun, e easy to watch, upbeat. And yeah, so simply, I thought I got a lot more than I bargained for, a lot better than I expected. And I just want you guys to tell me about a time that happened to you where you basically got more than, than you bargained for and something was a lot better than you expected. That's all. Matty, as our guest, you first. 
Oh, fantastic. Throw me right in the in the deep end. <laughs> the good thing is you can have as much time to think as you want because Rob will just cut it down and pretend that you had it immediately. Oh, that's perfect because I might need a little time for this. Mm. Yeah, same <laughs> else. Also, Matt, this is literally a one-off where it's not been like, yeah, it's Neil's segment and I've not sat here and gone... <laughs> uh, like, honestly, dude, I never have fucking anything. <laughs> you know what? I do actually have one. So I, I recently watched... Um, the Green Book. It's on Amazon Prime, if anyone's seen it. Mm-hmm. Is that a series and or a film? It's a film. It's about this Italian guy who has to, is, is basically the driver and chauffeur for this black pianist. Not penis. Okay. Pianist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I think he's just a musician in general. But um, they go down to the in, 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 like the deep south. I'm pretty sure it's during the 60s. So like from the surface, I was expecting like this super deep you know kind of it's gonna have a lot of confrontation in it etc but it was actually it was quite a light-hearted film there's quite a lot of comedic parts of it where the, uh, the italian guy is quite funny and there's not as much like head-on-head like violence as i was expecting but yeah it was good i was i was definitely uh, pleasantly pleased with the with the movie it was good that's a good shot and uh, i've also just thought of mine just now which is great it's um pretty much when I was going into it, I was like, oh, this is going to be really shit, but then turned out amazing and I still carry on with my life. It's yoga. Mm. I went to a class one day, you know, Pure Gym, they had it on their sort of subscription service. So I was like, you know what, why not? I've got time, let's do it. And it's actually me and Neil went together as we seem to do everything together, as always. Babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's only cursing trying to get in between us now. It's fine, it's fine. Who? Who? <laughs> but um, literally went to the yoga class, was a bit skeptical, especially when they're using all these terminologies that sound a bit over the top, you know, like just press your chakra here, your shavasana, and try and sound really soft and deep. But after it, I was like, you know what? I feel good. I feel elevated. I feel relaxed. And I was like, maybe there is something to this yoga. And I do the stretches and poses even now. and got my yoga mat, call myself a yogi and try and be pretentious with my coffee orders. But I don't know if the two really go hand in hand, Rob. I feel like it has to be done, but mentally I feel better for it. And it's one of those that I'm like, I'm glad I tried. Do you go in the coffee shop like with your yoga mat rolled up like under your arm and order (laughs) your your latte, blah, 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 whatever it is, you know? Literally, then at the end, (laughs) namaste. (laughs) I wish I could do like a little top knot and just be like, so I'll have my latte. Uh, with oat milk, please, and you know hazelnut syrup, uh, extra dry, if you will. And they're just sitting there like, uh huh, yeah, okay, that's fun. Uh, sir, your your feet might get a bit cold in those flip flops. It's snowing outside. Ah, yeah. it's okay. It's Peace sh- within, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the gods will warm me. He's saying that, but this guy has toe socks, so um, yeah, they're great. They, they so freak they're me like, out. It's like those like, toe shoes. People that wear them to the gym yeah. really freak me out gloves for your feet so i i only have them right for if i'm going like hiking or something because then your toes don't rub together you don't get blisters on your toes and shit i like to do that double saw mm, perfect love it shout out to toto gone <laughs> <laughs> protect the gooch what do you mean what do you mean Rob? <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna take that out don't worry <laughs> yeah i thought that oh, i just realized fuck i forgot to do my uh cocoa bay shirt or, or, if I do it now, can you just slot it in during the fizzy drinks bit? Yeah, no, that, I'll time that. Right so here. You, can, you can move everything around this and just slot it in. Yeah, yeah. great, perfect, cool. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Pepsi Max, you know what Pepsi Max goes great with? What? Coco Bay. 
Oh, coconut rum liqueur, which is available at all good, all good little shops. Aldi, Aldi, fuck. Aldi, oh, for fuck's sake, Neil. <laughs> there yeah. goes our sponsorship segment. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you can clip that and slot it in earlier. That's going to be great. <laughs> so, have we got anything else to add, or shall we move on to the guest no, segment? No, I'm good to move on. Right, Daddy Elon is going to take us to the moon. This is the guest segment. It is something that we give to whoever comes on to the podcast. We're going to throw in some funky background music. Matty, what have you brung for us today? What do you want to ask us? What do you want to speak about? What's been on your mind? Have it. All right. I know we were expecting some fitness content, but I figured if you guys had questions, you could always ask about that stuff. So I actually wanted to see, A, ask, do you feel like this lockdown has been harder, different? Has it been easier for you to deal with? Yeah, what are maybe some of the comparisons between lockdown numero uno and this one we're, we're currently going through right now? Yeah, good question. I would say, personally for me, lockdown one, it took a real toll on me. So much so that I think it was not quite as consciously as I thought as well. Like I thought perhaps on the outside, I was kind of dealing with it quite well, but I then eventually started to realize more and more that I, I wasn't dealing with it too, too, too great. And I mean, I took steps to improve that. I, you know, did made lifestyle changes. I spoke to doctors and stuff and, you know, and I've medicated and things like that just to kind of get through it easier. And I found that um, that has helped a lot. And I think that eventually <clears throat> with this lockdown, I think I've kind of learned to deal with it a bit more but also i think it's been a in some ways tougher because i think there was also a certain amount of novelty in the first one where it was like ooh, we're all locked down this is new to us you know like it was a it was it seemed like there was an air of it being an opportunity and everyone kind of had a bit more optimism about it because we didn't because you kind of had a, a hope that covid was going to you know dissipate and this was going to be it we're going to have that lockdown and then we're going to be fine and i mean there's a lot of political con conjecture and actual fact that you can grab from that about you know how it should have been handled but we're not going to go into that just now i suppose but yeah i'd say the second one that seems to be a bit more bleak people's outlook on it because it seems to be like it just keeps getting extended and extended and things aren't improving too much yet I know there is slow, slow improvements, but I just think there's a lack of that optimism there this time. And I think that it's, yeah, for me, I think it's just been a bit more, a bit slightly more difficult. But at the same time, I am more used to dealing with the kind of Groundhog Day repetitive nature of it. And it just seems weird to think that we used to be able to go to the pub and we yeah. used to be able to go and do stuff. You know, it seems like a far fetched reality now. And it's weird. For me, it's been a bittersweet. It's kind of the same elements. It's like, you know, the novelty of the first lockdown and whatnot. But it's, in a sense, the good side of it is that I've become more efficient. I know what I want to do. I can be more productive in my time. I'm not just kind of struggling to find what to do and sort of lazing around and being so used to the old way of living. But just because you're not jacking off as much. <laughs> Once a week only, though. Once a week instead of three times that. a day. Is that, is that just going now, yeah? <laughs> no, no, I'm keeping it. Like, you okay. You know, something for the audience. It's, you Your know, mom there's, is there's willpower to it. She's You're... heard worse. Okay. She's heard worse. Okay. She literally listened to a whole, a whole segment of us talking about orgasm, so. Um, cool, 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 cool. But, literally, I and think Mrs. I'm... Stewart. <laughs> way more efficient with my time. Obviously, doing the podcast and writing blogs and stuff, it 
I can and go for walks or stuff I can do during lockdown. But yeah. the the bad side of it is I am getting that fed up na- like notion of I want to see people, I want mm. to socialize, I want to do these things. There's so many things I want to go see. Places like the Ninja Warrior place in Edinburgh, I really want to go to, but it's like currently now can't do anything. And it just feels like at what point we're a year on and it feels like there's been slight progress, but we're still in a lockdown. And they, mm. there is some hope will come out in April, but there's like this voice in the back of my head now, but like saying, but what if, what if there's yeah. another lockdown? We hit June, another lockdown. And it's like, at what point are we going to get to a point where we stop having lockdowns? We're not having to do all this mass stuff and we can actually hang out with our friends and not worry about limitations or where we are or what time of the night it is and just go back to some normality. It's like, not to say I don't think the virus is real, but it's like we need to actually have a plan to say, what's life going to look like? We can't do this forever. This can't be the next four or five years. As well, I think in this, you need to, I know I'm saying there's a lack of optimism about it, but you do need to kind of, keep in the back of your head a like a, a hope and an optimism that things are going to improve because if you don't then you know then it just looks super bleak but yeah. you need to have that but also it's totally okay to to feel you know glum and to be sad about it and to have a moment you know if like if you want to cry like have a bit of a, have have a cry about it like like feel your feelings i know i'm i know i sound peachy <laughs> as fuck but like this is something i've had to kind of accept recently as well as um you know i'm if i'm thinking oh fuck i better not start worrying about that i better not start you know thinking it's late so shit like you can do that and then you might what might happen is you might feel a bit better for feeling that afterwards it's it is shitty but i guess it can't last forever the rain eventually stops you know the storm eventually goes away it does eventually improve and shit will it did happen briefly last summer even just think back then even from a from a note from a note closer to home we were gathering in the meadows it was sunny we were having drinks shit was better then like we will reach that point again Matty, how about you? How do you feel? Today's rain is tomorrow's whiskey, right? Yeah, see? There you go. I, uh, see, this one this one was interesting because it was almost like a double blow, right? We were, mm. we were. it was literally almost like, it was like the 21st or 22nd. We were re- all ready for Christmas. We were, we'd been allowed, all right, you're allowed these X amount of households. And then suddenly it's like, we're going into complete lockdown. No households sharing, all of this going on. And it was, again, it's like that double blow because you're right, ready to enjoy a really nice festive period with your family. And they mm. kind of decided no. Um, and then also, I think the the huge difference for me between the first one and this one is the season, like seasonal depression is a real thing. You know, as, mm. you, as you mentioned, being in the meadows, sun's out, you're allowed outside. It's, you know, the sun makes it really a bit more jolly and happier and whatnot, as opposed to right now where it's freezing. You don't really want to go outside anyway because how cold it is, etc. So I think that has a impact on it as well. Mm. And they still keep the gyms closed. Why? <laughs> Ooh, and it's people, like my mental well, health. We're going to get proper, my physical proper controversial here. But uh, yeah, people still live, love Nicola. She's gone down in my books. She's gone down in my books. She has full control. She could open those gyms and she chooses not to. And she's letting down the mental health of us, people who actually enjoy the gyms and go there for more than just physical pleasure. It's like, it's, it's actually both, helps. It? It's like, it's like the physical benefits that are going to come help you, are going to help you fight off the, the virus if you were to contract it. And then yes, the yeah. mental health benefits are huge. And I think 
completely underestimated. Um, I think the the issue with again we are getting a bit political, but whatever. The issue with these like lockdowns are where I think you're gonna see, and we are seeing massive rises in mental health issues, depression, suicide rates, overdoses, etc., mm. etc. Et which is really a scary and, and sad thought at the same time. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's just one of those things. I know it's a lot of people just think, oh, there's more important life things in life than lifting weight. And I'm like, you really, you don't. If you if you think like that, then you haven't experienced the benefits of going to the gym, or have never been to one. Because it is more to us than just that. I mean, yeah, but also I think if you, you're saying if you don't think there's more to life than lifting weights, then you're wrong. <laughs> I think you can, you can let two people off, aren't it? Like a little nah, bit. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> if, you, if you do not think lifting weights is the most important thing, dead. But like, we do preach it. Yeah. Like, we do preach it a lot, but, and I know it comes up a lot in this podcast, but like, you know, as far as your mental health and things, everybody listening, even if you think they were dickheads, I don't like. I don't, I don't care. Still, look after yourself. If you need to, if you need to speak to anyone, just reach out to your friends. Even if it's like you know, just even if, if, if you don't want to message somebody, like, hey, how you doing? And you feel weird talking about your feelings, just maybe send a message. Send a message to your mate and be like, hey, how are you going? I've been having a bit of a shite recently. How have you been getting on? Just things like that. Just yeah, reach out to your friends. Open up. Big boys cry, cry too. You know. Guys have especially the bigger ones. Boy, boys get sad too. You know that's that's a real thing. And to you know to bring balance to this show and to the segment, it's all your fault. Lockdown is going to last for ten years. Everything's horrible, and you know we're all going to have shit time. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just to remain impartial. There we go. <laughs> right, Daddy Elon is going to take us to the moon. Last segment of the day, boys. It is the. Shit jokes, anti-jokes, dad jokes. I'm gonna see if I can try and make you laugh. I don't know if you guys brought anything, but don't worry, I brought 60 of the best ever written anti-jokes. Let's. So you're going to go through all 60? No, I'll, okay, I'll do like God. 10, 10 of them, and then see what you guys think. <laughs> what do you call a joke that isn't funny? A what sentence. Oh. Oh, I went for one of your jokes. So the fact that that's the first one, are these not all going to be... Okay, you know what? Keep going. I'm sure. going to sure. read the yeah, top yeah. 10, you know? Want to hear something that will make you smile? Your facial muscles. What do you call a pencil sharpener that can't sharpen pencils? Blunt. Broken. Ah. Where was the constitution signed? The bottom. What ended after 1987? 1988. What did one stranger say to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like these, they, do, you, do you find these funny? Yeah, yeah, listen to this one. What did one stranger say to the other? Nothing, they didn't know each other. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, what's brown and sticky? A stick. Poo. <laughs> How does the white-tailed deer jump higher than the average house? Because a house can't jump. This is due to their powerful hiding legs and the fact that the average house can't jump. Man, that is funny. Do you know what's really odd? Numbers that aren't divisible, I buy two. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you guys, you guys got any? You guys got any fun anti-jokes or dad jokes? I've got one that I've actually stolen. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but um. It's actually to do with a new movie that's coming out soon. 
I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, what's it? Constipation? You heard of it? Can't say I have. No, it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a big fan of dad jokes. I love a dad joke. Like, just ones that, like, my favorite kind of joke are ones that make you, like, sigh first. Or you're just like, oh, fuck. You're like, oh. like those, and then you do a little those, chuckle. Yeah. Just ones people have been like, can't believe someone stole my limbo stick. Like, how low can you go? Things like that, you know? Just people, people hate shit like that. Or the fact that, like, did you know that in Hawaii, you're not allowed to laugh? You're just allowed a low ha? That's so funny. Pretty good, you know? <laughs> did you guys hear that the uh, inventor of Velcro passed away recently? R.I.P. It's a slow burner, that one. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice you is. guys got that, you yeah. know? Ah, see, I just love shit like that. The audience know? is going to be cracking up. Did you hear about the guy that um, lost his job because he was too obsessed with the high jump? No. So, <laughs> so, no, I, I got a good one for you. Uh, um, I'm, 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 I wasn't. I didn't. No, no, okay, fair enough. Did you think that was it? Yeah, yeah I thought it was just a really shit joke. <laughs> no, no, the, the, you just. The, no, no, I didn't finish the joke. Like, bye bye. You, you can leave this in. You just really yeah, I'm going to leave that in. Okay, cool, great. Yeah, so anyway, here with the guy, lost the job because <laughs> he was too obsessed with the high jump. Yeah. You know, his boss called him into the office mm-hmm. and told him that's, that, that's why. He's like, you know, you're too obsessed with the high jump, so. The guy stormed out the office and cleared his desk. <laughs> See, it's a lot funnier, Rob, when you get the punchline at the end. <laughs> but um, uh, what has two wings and a halo? An angel. Gone. <laughs> Rob, you can't have that in. <laughs> Rob, you can't. You can't. Keep I'll, that. I'll. I'll leave the reaction in. <laughs> Oh, oh my days, that's so bad. Right, guys, you know I always like to leave it on a, a light note, so... Um... My boss told me to have a good day, so I went home. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you work from home. Daddy Elon is gonna take us to the moon! Well guys, that has been one hell of an episode today. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion, the back and forth, especially our special guest, Maddie. Just to have a few plug-ins, Please go read my blog. It's in the link tree. I've got a little survey in there just for mainly all women, but men, you can do it too. If you like leggings, if you've had problems with leggings in the past, give it a sign. Give me an idea. It's for the future sports brand. Going to be making a move from Patreon. If you're a fan of the podcast and you want to support me, we're going to go to buy me a coffee. It's the new app. Takes less of a percentage from the creators. It's for the artists. And it's going to be something that I can use to communicate with you better. So far, Patty is our only subscriber. And I tell you, with this new app, going to be even less, more affordable, you know, even two, three pounds a month. It's going to be really helpful for the equipment and future ideas and improve the sound quality, you know, maybe make a move from Audacity. That's that's my intent. Peace. And it's your first time on the pod. How's your experience been? Tell us about what you like to shout to the people as your last notes. Matty, you got the table. Yeah, first, just thanks for having me on, guys. It's been fun. Uh, I'm just glad I can get on here and maybe help share some information or whatever. If you're interested in maybe some fitness, strength and conditioning, performance things, just hop on over to my Instagram. Um, I'm going to be, my Facebook is going to be uh, coming out towards the end of this month as well. So. 
Um, I'll have two, two kind of places where I'll be able to get my information across, um, hopefully create some free programs. But regardless of all that, if you ever have any questions or whatever, just please just shoot me a DM. I'm happy to answer all of them. And then I just want to give a shout out to my friend, uh, Liam Stewart. He is releasing his debut single um, on Apple Music and Spotify on Valentine's Day. Um, I've not heard it. He is a great friend of me. So I've heard it of mine. It could be, it could be, be shit. And Liam, if I'm giving you a shout out when this is shit, I'm going to punch you in the face. So, <laughs> but, From a yeah, safe distance, I, I hope. Of course, yeah. I, I, yeah, I have yeah. a two meter arm. Do you not know that? My arm is two meter arm. That's huge. Yeah, massive. Um, but yeah, his music's, uh, the stuff I've heard in the past is all great. So I've got, you know, big expectations for this one. So yeah, Valentine's Day. If you follow me or whatever, I'll share it on my story. But yeah, he's releasing his debut single. And I'll leave both the links of the Instagram channels in the bio. Just scroll down, click on more, and you'll see all the links and attachments. Give him a follow just to make it easy. I'll make sure everything is super easy for anyone who's lazy out there and doesn't know how to spell Matthew. It is quite a difficult name these days. Well, I've got one T, so I'm a bit of like a, an outlier. True, mm. true. I did notice yeah. that when I was trying to add you to the Discord and I was like, Rob, you dumbass, it's one T, not yeah. fucking Matt. <laughs> Neil, you're the co-host. Last notes, what do you have for us? Why are you going to finish this episode with? Ah, sit on my pieces during it. As always, you know, look, look after yourself, look after your friends. Embrace each other. Embrace the date, people. That's all good. And just to finish the podcast off, Neil, Matthew, if you had to have sex with two people with the combined age of 30... No, not doing this. No, no, Rob. No, 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 no. no, no. What? No, 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 no. No one want to answer? No, this is just a lose-lose. There's no... There's no... Or a win-win. No, I thought about it. There's there's a way around this, right? You pick someone who's like 30, so you, you're okay legally, and then you pick someone who's not born yet, which is like negative 20. So my future son's ex-girlfriend, sorted. I like it. <laughs> and just like that, <laughs> just like that, people, I digress. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and end credits. That's, uh, so you're saying you're gonna fuck a thirty-year-old and a fetus? Because I'm not, not okay with that. Technically, he's you know having sex with the woman who's not had that child yet. Yeah, I'm just doing it in twenty years. Mm, I think he's found a loophole. I, I like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Not comfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And that's why he's the protagonist in this segment. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yeah, I'm just gonna take Craig out and. That's yeah. our episode. Can you out here, Craig? You shoot off soonish because I need to actually. I realised I've got that shit to do for work. One of the guys messaged me, being like, "Oh, Neil, don't worry, none of the matches have been cancelled, so your thing should be fine." I was like, "Oh yeah, I've done that." Hmm. <laughs>